0: yeah what's going on everybody it's your boy rob hosted from my experience podcast i got a little headache but i'm gonna try to give y'all all all the energy that i can today because we're talking about something very important is fact checking a thing of the past and the obsession with being right along with conflict resolution that's what we're gonna be talking about today man this has been a lot of stuff happening in the news and on my timeline, and in these comments, and I'm like, yo, what is happening with y'all, man? But before we get into show, into the show, how are y'all feeling, man? Y'all doing all right? You feeling good out there? Are you having a good week? Are you meeting those goals? You got some good news? You know, y'all can holler at your boy. Sharing the experience, got a new segment on the show But I mean, I need y'all to write in, you know what I'm saying? Rob at fmepodcast.com Admin at fmepodcast.com Like, hit your boy up, man, you know what I'm saying? Tell me your crazy stories Tell me your inspiring stories or whatnot I would love to share them on the show, man But we're gonna get into a few things today, man Fact-checking, is it dead? Why does everybody need to be right? And conflict resolution We gots to talk about it, man It's getting crazy out here Chair is mad loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <sighs> oh my goodness. <sighs> What's up, y'all, man? First of all, I'm highly upset. I have not seen enough of Run the World on stars. If you have stuff, star- is it stars? I think it's stars. I hope i'm correct run the world is a great show uh it's about modern black women living in new york and their relationships i really 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 like it i'm mad nobody really said anything to me about it because i would have been watching it let me make sure it stars hold on okay it is stars shout out to y'all i had to make sure it was the right network you can't be shouting out the wrong network but yeah and they got a new season out the ad was running on instagram so i was like oh let me check this out and it is dope so we're going to get into a couple things today. I am want to start with some great news, and I've upped my game a little bit, so I'm going to play the audio. It's going to be a couple minutes. Hopefully, it's not triggering for anyone, but I've reported on this story before. Ralph Yarl, the 17-year-old who went to go pick up his twin brothers at the school, knocked on the wrong door, and the owner of the home shot him. He gave an interview for the first time of his account of the events, so I'm going to play that audio from his interview. If you're easily triggered by violence or you just don't want to relive this moment, this is your chance to bow out. But well, I'm gonna play that now. Credit to ABC News.
1: 10 year old Ralph Yarl is sharing his story for the first time about the night that changed his life when he thought he was picking up his 11-year-old twin brothers from a friend's house. When you go back to April 13th, tell me what happened when you go to that address.
2: Well, I go into the driveway, I walk up the steps, I, I ring the doorbell, I see three different cameras, like one looking at the driveway, one on the porch. As far as I know, I didn't know their family at all, like I had never even seen their friends or their parents before, so maybe this is their house.
1: Ralph mistakenly going to Northeast 115th Street instead of getting his siblings from Northeast 115th Terrace one block away
2: i actually wait a long time i'm just on the porch so then i hear the door open i see this old man and i'm assuming oh this is this must there be like their grandpa and then he pulls out his gun and i'm like whoa so i like back up he points it at me so i kind of like brace and i turn my head before that i'm thinking there's no way he's actually gonna shoot, right? The door is even open. He's gonna shoot through his glass door. Glass is gonna get everywhere. Then it happened, and then I'm on the ground. I fall on the glass, the shattered glass, and then before I know it, I'm running away, shouting, "Help me! Help me!"
1: Ralph says he ran to multiple homes until someone answered his plea for help.
2: I was bleeding from my head. I was like, "How? How is this possible?" Like. Have been shot in the head.
1: Had you ever seen that man before? Never. Were there any words that were exchanged before he shot you?
2: He only said five words. Don't come here ever again.
1: His mom Cleo concerned when her son never returned back home.
0: Whew man, that was tough to hear. It's eloquent. Young man, um, just I when I heard that story, it pissed me off so bad because, as you know, for quite some time in our in the black community, we're, we're criminalized, we're demonized, we looked at it and looked at in a negative light, especially men not taking anything away from the women. We they have their own stigmas and stereotypes attached to them, but like with men, we're always seen as like a threat. People are always nervous, scared, clenching their purse, you know, and you got a young man just, he just told you a story and you're behind a glass door aiming a gun at someone who backed off, retreating, backed off, turns away from you. So you had time to sit there and make a conscious decision whether or not you're going to shoot this young man or not you had time to stop and think he was not posing a threat he was backing off and you decided to shoot him and you shot him through the door so your door was closed so you had a layer between you and him so i ooh, boy Mm. oh man andrew lester is his name in kansas city missouri andrew lester and last time i reported on him they said his health was so bad that he couldn't stand trial or whatnot they're gonna get him they have to get him but ralph shout out to you man you are a walking miracle young man uh thank you for sharing your story for others like me and you know the world just to hear very personal situation very scary situation very traumatic situation but you are a walking miracle young man and I thank God that you survived that, and I'm sorry you had to go through that. <sighs> Golly, y'all. I, I don't even... Hmm. I, well, <laughs> that was front page news, sort of. Well, I, I guess, yeah. All right, so... And this will lead into our topics, man. Uh, charges dropped against mother and son in deadly Chicago restaurant shooting. I believe her name is pronounced Carlicia Hood. Alright, her and her 14-year-old son were in a restaurant She was ordering food A quick clip came out of an argument between her and a man You could really... I didn't really catch much of what she said or was saying But there was a lot of what the guy was saying And, you know, he got hyped And at one point he was like, oh, my grandmama You say something else, I'm gonna knock you out And he tried to do just that He punched her in the head a few times And her son was standing at the doorway When he saw this he pulled out a gun and shot the gentleman Not the gentleman, the guy When the guy got shot He ran out of the restaurant And the young man, the 14 year old Her 14 year old son followed him Shot him again And that man died later on From his gunshot wounds And the mother and the son Were charged with murder But the f- charges were dropped And it's, un- it's kind of unclear As to why the charges were dropped if I'm not mistaken, um, but they were, I feel like they, they didn't have enough. I don't know, but anyway, there was a lot of video evidence that came out, and I'm so glad that they did not get charged for murder, especially with you know her son being 14. Man, that's that's a traumatic situation. And I pray that they definitely seek counseling, therapy, whatever it is that they need. Because that's a, that's a huge burden to carry, you know, for anybody. But a 14-year-old, a 14-year-old is an 8th grader. Just to give y'all context. You know, middle schooler, maybe going into high school, you know. And their lives would have been over. And, um, yeah, that's, that's your front page news. I meant headlines. Oh, I'm going to get sued, yo. Please don't sue me, Breakfast Club. Please don't. I I watch and listen to The Breakfast Club so much that I say front page news and I mean to say headlines. So, what we're going to talk about today, man, and this is just in general, is fact-checking dead? Why do people always have to be right in conflict resolution? It's going to roll into one. I'm going to touch on all those things, so just keep up. Please, please, please. And I'm not going to keep y'all long, man. So, thank y'all for tuning in. FME underscore podcast on everything. Uh, yeah, so this shooting situation was wild, yo Like, when I saw it Which I typically don't watch these things Because I try to watch what I let into my psyche Because we're we're so desensitized Because we see shootings and violence all the time In our face on social media So I'm very, very, very leery about what I watch all the way through This says graphic content, I'm not watching it I can't do it But I remember commenting on it and basically saying, you know, uh, shout out to my son, General. My son has his boycott black murder and uh, we killing coward culture, getting rid of coward culture, getting rid of the cowards. You know, there's been a lot of cowardice acts by people out here and, you know, we trying to do away with that, doing cowardly things and putting your hands on a woman is cowardly. So... I basically said, you know, people were commenting saying, oh, they shouldn't be charged, they shouldn't be charged, yada, yada, yada. They didn't do anything wrong, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, I hate this for everyone involved. A man lost his life. A young man murdered somebody. A mother had to watch her son murder somebody. And now they're going to jail and they might go for a long time. And I was like, you know, we'll have to see what happens. And people were like, "What you mean? What was ha- what would happen? If that was your mom, what would you do? Yada yada yada." And I was like, "Well, it gets tricky because he followed him outside and shot him." So I was like, "I don't know. If, I don't know if they're gonna get off." It wasn't a. It wasn't me giving my opinion. It was me looking at a situation and knowing some laws in some states. I'm in South Carolina. But I know in a lot of cases, when you shoot somebody or you have someone that is the aggressor and they are retreating, they are no longer considered a threat by the law. They're most in a lot of cases. They're no longer considered a threat and you can't pursue them or go after them or do anything. So that's all I was saying. People were trying to take moral victories. Right. I'm like. In my head, I'm like, none of y'all are attorneys, <laughs> and I don't know the laws in Chicago, and y'all clearly don't know the laws. So everyone was jumping out the window. Thankfully, I mean, the charges were dropped and they're free, you know. And there may be a lawsuit, which I don't know because I know sometimes if the police act law if the police act lawfully and under, you know, the guise of the law, what they believe to be right, and not doing anything foul play, I don't know if you get anything from that. We'll see if they get awarded something. Hey. They get awarded something, but it, I just found it interesting how people were kind of jumping out the window. But one of the things that uh, conflict resolution, man, you know, in hindsight, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. We talked about this with the graduation stuff, and now we're gonna talk about it with this. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this on here because this is my my platform, and I, I didn't say it on social media because I do not feel like getting all the alerts from it. But I hated that whole situation because in in the black community we have a lot of trauma there's a lot of there's a lot of anger there's some aggression but you know that's not everyone and it's not the majority but we have things that we are dealing with you know as a people and conflict resolution is something important that we all need to work on i used to be a bit of a hothead when i was younger a lot younger maybe my teens yeah my teens Middle school, high school, and part of that was because of one trauma from my childhood and being picked on and bullied. But two, my environment changed drastically. I moved from South Carolina to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That is a huge change, polar opposites. I went from being around mostly white people, and it was pretty rural. You know, I grew up in South Carolina in the in the nineties. I wasn't in the country. I was in a neighborhood. It wasn't, but it wasn't no city. Like, I rode my bike through the neighborhood and maybe to the gas station to get some snacks. But that was it. There was no blocks. There was no busing system. And everyone was pretty childlike, if 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 that makes sense. This is before the era of smartphones and apps. And, you know, we went outside and played football, basketball, and rode our bikes through the neighborhood, watched cartoons on Saturday. That was pretty it. Pretty much it. When I moved to Philly i saw a bunch of fights for the first time language uh just the attitude of people man it, they i mean people were it was like a movie man it was crazy you know what i'm saying but one of the things i had to learn was survival skills you know if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk trash flap your lips you better be ready to throw hands or or more it was i mean i hate to say it like this but it was kill or be killed now not that i was in life or death situations every day but i just basically that's how conflict was handled like you not allowed to let nobody talk to you crazy or you soft or you a punk and people going your reputation and yada 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 right so that hardened me a bit you know i got to a point to where it's like yo man i ain't gonna do a lot of talking bro you got one time to say something and i'm cleaning you up like that's but that, that came from the environment I was in. I, that's the attitude you had to have to survive, or so I thought. You know, when you're amongst your peers a majority of the time, sometimes you got to do what you got to do for your survival. As I got older, I realized, of course, the opinions of others do not matter and do not have an impact on your life as much as you think it does, unless you're talking about your job or something like that, or your clients if you run a business. But you realize your health, your safety, and your mental well-being is, is uh, paramount. It's more important than all of that stuff. So as I got older, I barely respond now. You know, there I went from a time to where, yo, I'm about to clean you up if you say one more thing, to just looking at you crazy and asking, if are you done? So I say all that to say, you know, it came with time. It came with me Sitting down, reflecting, and realizing where my trauma and where this anger was coming from, and also realizing that it don't have to be, I don't have to do it that way. I have a choice. And in that situation where a man was shot and killed, a 14 year old young man had to kill someone and to defend his mother in defense, right? And the mother. Had to watch that, watch his son do that, and she suffered physical abuse. That whole situation is a nightmare, all around. There were innocent people there. So many opinions got thrown out. That's another thing. I'm, I'll get to conflict resolution in a second. So many people were like, "Well, I, I'll throw this in there." You know, we'll stick to conflict resolution. Some people were like, "There were men there. The men didn't say nothing. Somebody was laughing again." I couldn't. I don't re- remember the whole thing, but. As a bystander, here's the thing, you know, the young man ended up shooting the guy. There are, have been quite a few instances to where an innocent bystander ends up becoming a victim or becoming injured because they stepped in. Hell, sometimes when a man and woman are arguing or people are arguing and you're the, on the outside and you step in to defend a woman, she might tell you to go somewhere and, and you know, that that's happened. I get it. I get the premise of protect black women and say something. I mean, at a bare minimum, yo, y'all chill out. Y'all take that outside or let's not do this, y'all something. But again, this is Chicago. There's a stereotype around Chicago. I'm not going to put that on them because I don't know if it's really like that. That's just what the news reports. But again, considering the environment, there's a lot of environments where when you don't mind your business, now you in the business. Oh, you with them now. I'm going to treat you like them. So I see both sides of it. Yes, protect black women, try to help de-escalate a situation, but they're also thinking about their safety. Because again, a gun came out and somebody was shot and who's to say that that couldn't go left. As someone who is a gun owner and who goes to the range and shoots, shooting is not easy. Being accurate is not easy. It is something you must practice at. It is very easy to shoot the wrong target if two targets are standing next to each other. I shoot low and left all the time. I'd be about two, three inches off my intended point of aim. I'm working on it. So if you're talking about someone who's 14, whose adrenaline is probably pumping, who's shooting, I don't know if he shot multiple shots, you know, I don't want to be on the the barrel side of the gun. I don't. But again, I see the flip side. You know, you see a man arguing with a woman, then you hear the man verbally threaten the woman, you know, you can step in. But I'm not going to crucify them for that. And some pe- a lot of people were crucifying them on social media. I'm not going to crucify them for that because, again, hindsight is 20 to 20. Everybody says what they'll do, what they would have, should have, could have did. But you weren't there. You weren't in that situation. We don't know the whole situation. So I personally, I give them grace. Do I think they should have said something? Yes. But because they didn't, I'm not going to kill them because they didn't. Because, again, I don't know the environment. You know, would I have said something? Yeah. More than likely I would have said something. Hey, y'all, let's calm this down or what's going on? Or look, I'll pay for everybody's food. Whatever y'all arguing over, you know? But I just wanted to throw that out there with conflict resolution. That's one way it could have been resolved. But this whole situation didn't have to happen. Uh, As the two were arguing, either one of them could have walked away. The man could have easily just walked out, waited for her to get her food, went back in and did whatever he did. The woman, she could have easily walked out, waited for him to leave, went back in and get her food. And I'm not blaming or saying anybody's quote-unquote right or wrong because, again, I wasn't there. I wasn't in the situation. And things do happen fast. I mean, the video clip we saw was like five or ten seconds. So I don't know how long they were arguing. or I don't know what they were arguing about. I don't know. But conflict resolution, man. Like, it has to take for me personally it takes a lot for a complete stranger i don't know to say something to me to the point that i want to physically attack them and that i will physically attack them for a few reasons one i don't know you so your opinion doesn't matter i don't know you two if you're not threatening me you're not threatening my space i don't see you as imminent danger i'm really not gonna pay you no mind because i'm probably never gonna see you again three i know that there are consequences for your actions And that's the other thing, like, again, a lot of people is jumping out the window saying he right, yada, yada, yada. When you pull out a gun and you shoot someone and you take their life or you threaten someone with a gun or you attack them. I hope that, you know, in your mind, and I'm not saying, you know, I don't think people's brains process it, but in your mind, I hope you know that you're right in the situation and that you're going to get off. As someone who's been locked up, not for a long time, not an extended period of time, very short period of time, few days, it was enough for me to know that okay, this ain't this ain't for me. <laughs> like I already knew it wasn't for me, but I've I've experienced it. So even before that, I understand that there are consequences for your actions. There's gonna be a reaction. So all the people jumping out the window saying yada 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 yada, you saying that about the moment, but if you're in the wrong, your life could possibly be over. 10, 15, 20 years, however many years. So for me, I think before I act in most cases. I'm gonna think before I act because I'm know if I do this, are the cameras around, hearsay, yada yada, yada. I don't know what's gonna happen to me. Which is why, again, it's like if you want to get the joke off, or if you want to be rude or something like that, I can let somebody get that off. I can. And I'm not saying you're wrong if you don't. But I'd rather de-escalate and walk away when I have the power and option to choose to do so versus busting somebody up or stabbing them or shooting them. Now I got to deal with the law. And me being, quote unquote, morally right ain't ain't more important than my freedom. It's not. It's not. I'll be wrong and walk away. I'll be the punk and walk away. I'll do that for for the sake of my freedom. Again that's under normal circumstances. But if you are threatening me, if you are charging me, you are trying to beat on me, you are verbally threatening me. If you are approaching me in an aggressive manner, I'm cleaning you up. Like you not, you not again, my life and my freedom are very, they're very important to me. (laughs) So if you, if you present yourself as a threat, I am going to stop the threat or defuse the threat. And I'm not, again, not talking about trying to kill someone, but I am going to stop you from trying to do whatever it is you're trying to do for me if you are trying to cause me physical harm. But conflict resolution, man. I, I just wish, one, you know, fact check. Again, I don't jump out the window with comments and my thoughts because. There's always going to be more evidence. There's always going to be more video. There's always going to be another side to the story. So when you see that initial thing like that, like everybody jumps out the window and I'm like, yo, I need more facts. I'm a logical thinker. Like I need to see the pieces being put together. Again, wasn't condemning the mother and the son. The rumor was she told him to follow him outside and shoot him. Like there was a bunch of rumors and stuff floating around and just a lot of misinformation. Uh, and I was like, eh, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I'll reserve my my, my my final opinion for when the facts of the matter come out. And the facts of the matter is the, the, case, the charges were dropped. And they're, they're free. Thankfully so. So, the end to that situation. But again, conflict resolution. I really wish it just would have de-escalated. Uh, the news also said the man that was shot and killed had a history of violence against women. The irony you picked the wrong one that day, buddy. You sure did. That's crazy. Uh, you reap what you sow. Hmm. Oof, and I don't wish death on nobody. But wow, that's crazy. But I wish it would have de-escalated. You know, if you're in a situation, man, and you can walk away, y'all. Just walk away. It, I promise you. You know, if you can walk away. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you how to live your life. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But... Here's another one. So moving on. Graduation. So there's a viral video. We talked about this last week. Just talked about it. Uh, shout out to Yolanda. We were just talking about these graduation ceremonies and celebrations and yada yada yada. And I was telling y'all on social media how it's a lose lose situation. If you are the authoritative figure, you're the one handing out graduation, you set the rules. Someone breaks the rules, right? You either got to enforce the rule on that person, or if you don't enforce the rule on that person, you are giving a free pass to everyone who's following them to do the same thing. If not, you are biased. But if you do that, you are also biased because all the people who went before the person that broke the rule did not get a chance to celebrate. So now you lose. Hindsight is twenty twenty. The best thing to do in situations like that is to stop, is to... The best thing to do in situations like that is to whisper to the person, hey, that's not appropriate. Then take a second to say, hey, everyone, I just want to remind everyone, you know, of what the proper procedure is for the ceremony. You know, I'm just asking that. We stick to that so we can get through this, celebrate y'all, and everyone can go about their day. That hindsight 2020, for me, that's the best resolution, right? So viral video, uh black young lady graduating from college snatching the microphone from an older white professor and said, since you didn't give me my moment i'm gonna take you know yada 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 said her name then she did a follow-up video stating her case as to why she took the mic and said the lady took the mic from her and she didn't get her name out so again i didn't jump out the window and i really didn't jump out the window on this one at all i didn't come close because i'm like first of all the video is too short way too short it looked edited honestly it's too short that's number one the person who uploaded it did not upload the whole thing i can tell number two it's a graduation there are absolutely more videos coming absolutely more videos are going to come out about this especially when you have conflict between a white person and a black person man people was in the comments calling a white lady racist institutionalized You know, we can't let the black queen shine. I mean, they was killing the white lady. And in my head, I'm like, yo, how are you? What are y'all seeing in this five? I don't know, maybe 10 seconds at best clip to come to all these conclusions. Like, again, where's the fact checking? Where is the fact checking? I'm like, nah, I can't ride. I can't ride out like that. Guess what happened the very next day? Now, actually that the next day and the day after two black female students, both came out and said, we graduated too. We were at the ceremony. That's not how that happened. That's not what happened. I said, oh. one lady, one young lady was like, you know, the, there were two lines. We actually saw more video. There are two lines. And the white professor was basically holding the mic so people could say their name. She was holding the mic to the left. You say your first and last name, you hold the mic and then you walk. Then she held the mic to the right for each person. And I saw her do it for a multitude of people, black black and brown people. I think one of the girls might've been white, whatever. So I saw none of what she was talking about. Now, the real truth came out later and I drew a conclusion just because I drew a conclusion. And let's be a thou wow. I'll be a thou wow. This is low-key still to be continued because we did not get the full moment of the young lady who got upset and snatched the mic. All right. So I'll shoot her a little bit of bail. But based on what I've seen and what the students said, it's not looking good for her. And they already killing her online too. But another black young lady. And she told the full truth. She was like, I was there. She said none of that stuff happened either. This is what she did say. And this goes back to the point where I said educators, is a lose, lose for us. Or the authoritative figure at a graduation is lose, lose. She said, you were only supposed to say your first name and last name, but there were other people, including her, the girl who was telling the story <laughs> that were being extra Hey, my name is such a, my name is John Smith. Shout out to you, pop. Thank you for supporting me. Like people were not following the rules. And she said people were trying to be extra and say extra stuff. And She was like, yeah, I said some extra too, but we weren't supposed to. So this is in my mind as someone who has been in education, who has done this. This is likely what happened. Again, I don't have a video, I don't have all the evidence, but this is likely what happened. The professor got tired of, and I don't know how many people did it. That's the other thing. Again, we don't have all the facts in all the video, but matters nothing. You get on a mic, you know you're not supposed to say the, you're not supposed to say things extra. People did it, some people got away with it. That lady probably got tired of it, and when you said your name and tried to be extra, she took the mic from you. That's probably what truly happened. Because the young lady said, my name has three syllables, my name, I have a long name. Now, when she took the mic from her, the the white professor said her name, her name was not long. Like, I promise, unless she did not say her entire name, my name is longer than her name. And my name is Robert Wilson Jr. Promise you my name is longer than her name. But what likely happened was the situation I said. You let some students get away with it. And then when you finally decide to put your foot down, you pick the right one because she got upset because her argument her true argument which she did not say and did not give all the facts was we weren't supposed to say anything extra but people were saying things extra i wanted to say something extra too but she didn't let me that's what really happened so to be fair and to be honest it's the student it's it's the student's fault for that situation you put the professor in an impossible situation. Is the lady right? The lady, the professor who moved the mic right or was holding the mic for the student, she can't win. She the villain no matter what, because one, truthfully, you shouldn't have let the other students get away with that. Again, hindsight is twenty twenty. The best thing to do is stop, say, hey, Please just say your first and last name. We we can't let everyone say... We can't let people say extra stuff, y'all. Let's follow procedures. That would have been. I mean, you got the mic in your hand. That would have been the best resolution. But you let some people get away with it. And again... We're talking about adults here now. These people graduating college. You in your 20s. Like, you knew the procedure. And y'all chose not to do it. So now you create a disruption. And it goes back to what we were talking about last week with graduation celebrations. This is what happens. You got to create rules. But again... The young lady saw some people get away with it, so she figured, oh, I'm going to do it too since they're doing it. But as an authoritative figure, you should have shut it down sooner. You didn't. The young lady said her first and last name, didn't get to say anything else, got upset. But she took the risk. She took that risk and got clipped. And that reminds me of myself. That's why I follow the rules. I tend to be the one where everybody breaks the rules and tries to get away with slick stuff. When I try to be that last person or that next person, I always get clipped. So that's why I don't do it. But again, fact checking and jumping out the window, man, I think that's really what happened with that situation. Maybe more video will come out. Who knows? But, you know, at the end of the day, (sighs) here is the uh, here, the 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 words of wisdom I have for (sighs) y'all. Number one, when it comes to just uh, the, the Internet, anything, man. Yo, bring fact-checking back. We need to bring fact-checking back. Everyone is so quick to be right. Everyone is so quick to say, Oh, I was right. Oh, I told you so. Or so quick to point at you and say, Oh, you was wrong. You was wrong. I told you. Like Everyone is so ready to be a smart mouth and a smart aleck and crack, crack jokes and stuff. And you're really trying to be right about stuff that don't matter at the end of the day it has zero impact on your life moving forward. You just want to be able to go on the internet and say you flame somebody. I mean, it's not that serious, in my opinion. But fact check, y'all. I, I'm quite sure quite a few people had to erase comments. And I said that. I said some of y'all are erasing y'all comments right now. Y'all, y'all hopped on the hopped on the train she's racist automatically <laughs> and i'm not saying racism and discrimination and stuff like that doesn't exist it definitely does does it exist in the school system absolutely there's a million examples of it but it's not just because it's a black person and a white person and you see conflict doesn't mean it equates to racism oh man and i just saw so many people jump out the window but y'all just fact check and if it's anything video related or with the headline, yo, prom. I promise you, more videos gonna come out. Always more video. We all know that there are cameras everywhere. Everyone has a, anyone with a cell phone has a camera. Buildings and blocks and street corners have cameras. More evidence will come out. So I would just say, don't be so quick to judge, just so you can be at the top of the comments, so you, so you can get attention in the comments, because like more than likely you are gonna end up looking dumb. But. It's also dangerous not to fact check because you're out here spreading misinformation. That's the other thing. But I would say just do your due diligence or have some patience, you know, but I can't tell y'all what to do with y'all opinions. If you want to throw your opinion out there and take the risk, fine. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, When it comes to conflict resolution, y'all just really assess the situation as much as you can. And this is something I've... I've (laughs) This is something that I guess has been instilled to in me, like and Nas said it in a in a rhyme, you know. You know his, you cut up the block with your eyes, and what that means is you you're making yourself aware of your surroundings. Like I do that naturally, like when I walk my house walk out of the house in the morning to get in my car for work, I look left, I look I look all around me across the street, what cars are parked. I don't remember it all all the time, but. It's a visual scan that came from living in Philly. And again, I never got into anything crazy, you know what I'm saying? But people got robbed. People got beat up, shot, jumped, all kind of stuff. And being aware of your surroundings is important. So if you are in an environment where things can happen and people do certain types of things, yo, keep stay aware of your surroundings, number one. Number two, if you feel like something is about to escalate, because things don't just immediately, typically go there. There's typically a bit of buildup. So the buildup might be short, but there's typically buildup and an opportunity for you to de-escalate very, very, very early on. If you can, just do that. Like, I'm not even going to go there with the, I'm not even going to go there. Uh, <laughs> just deescalate, man. Like And I mean, I'm sorry, some of y'all don't want to take the L, You, you want the moral victory, but you have to ask yourself, you know, is it going to be worth it in the end? And don't let these people on the internet lie to you, yeah, I got shot or I got punched in the face, but you know, I got my pride in the end. Nah, they wish they didn't get shot, they wish they didn't get punched in the face, they wish that that didn't happen to them, I promise you, I promise you, but... Yeah, man, de escalate, walk away if you can. Like, it's not worth it. Risking your life, your future, it's not worth it. Now, if you are put in a situation where you must defend yourself, that's different, okay? If someone is an imminent threat and there is no escape, there is no out, you gotta do what you gotta do. So, I'm not saying walk away from every single situation. There's been plenty of times where I've just heard someone, I've been in line somewhere. Or I've been places and, you know, someone would just engage in a conversation with me. I've had people say ignorant things to me, not about me, but about other people, like just working in customer service and working in stores and stuff like that. People would say something about people and I just walk off. Hey, where are you going, man? I, I'm leaving because one... I'm not going to engage with this foolery with you too. You know what you said and what you were trying to do. And now nah, I'm not, I'm not even going to engage to give you an opportunity to continue. And as I said earlier, I've never seen any of those people again. And my life is fine. But again, hindsight is 2020. These are habits that I've picked up over years of doing it. What I would consider the wrong way or the more risky way. But just be careful, man, and keep an eye out. Look around, and really assess the situation before you make a decision. Before you decide to engage, and a good defense actually that came up about you know the caveats. And when I was like, mm, he followed him outside the store and shot him. I don't know. Someone people brought up a good point. They're like, you don't know where he was going. That guy might have been going to get a gun himself. Who knows? Who knows? Me personally that's wild. If you shoot me, I'm getting the hell out of there. I'm not if if I ain't got it on me and I'm shot, I know I need medical attention. I need to get fixed up, patched up. I'm getting out of there. I see you later if I even want to see you later. I'm getting out of there. I'm not going to get a gun to try to get into Nobody wants to be in a gunfight. I hope not anyway. You already lost. If they got theirs and you ain't got yours, you already lost. You need to escape with your life. If you trying to go get the blicky so you can come back and return fire, you a wild guy, yo. For real. Like, you hit, you bleeding, and you want... Like, this ain't the movies, bro. Like, you will die. Quickly, if you do not control bleeding. Let me tell you. It don't be the gunshot wound that kills people a lot of times. It's the fact that you run out of blood because they have to put blood in you to replace the blood. If you do not have blood, you die. So the blood, yeah. yeah. So, but that was a good point. You don't know where that guy was going. So, all right, y'all. Sorry, I know this was a bit deep, a bit somber. Uh At least we got the great story about Ralph Yarl being a miracle kid You know, and and given an opportunity to actually sit down and tell his story. That's very rare, actually, when, especially when black people are a part, or not a part, but are victims. Really, really giving them a chance, because this this happened, woof, months ago. He's had a chance to heal, come out of the hospital. You can see the scar on his head, too, man. It's crazy. Um, But I'm glad he got an opportunity to speak out and, and tell his story. And it looks like he's okay, like y- y'all heard him speak um i could see him visually he looked fine not saying that there isn't any lasting any lasting effects or anything like that but just to be shot in the head and he can sit here in front of you and talk and just speak coherently today is a miracle man but i love y'all i'm gonna let y'all get up out of here oh shoot gotta holler at my brothers hold up Kings, 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 man. I'm going to choose my words wisely. I, Robert Wilson Jr., based on the experiences in my life and what I have learned with my own personal experiences. I, first of all, let me let me blanket this. I don't argue. I don't like to argue. I don't like to fuss fight. I don't argue. I don't. It will be very rare for you to find someone that can say that they had an argument with me. We're adults. You can speak clear, coherent sentences, and so can I. We can find an answer. Most of the time, the answer is very simple. And shout out to my father, rest in peace, Robert Wilson Sr. When I was young, he taught me how to express myself with my words. Speak coherently. Tell Express what you need to say. You don't have to yell, scream, fuss, fight. Just express what you need to say to me. Okay, cool. He also taught me to admit when I was wrong because one of the things he did, he's not, he wasn't a perfect parent. And when my dad made a mistake, hurt my feelings or said something or took his anger out on me, he apologized and said I was wrong for that. And as a man, I need to be able to admit when I'm wrong. And that's something I carried with me. So when someone has an issue or there's conflict, I listen because maybe I was wrong. And if I'm wrong, I need to apologize to you for wronging you and also need to change the behavior. But I can't do that if we're arguing. I don't really care about being quote unquote right when it comes to some of these quirks and societal norms. Again, right or wrong is very subjective in a lot of situations. You know, but again, this obsession with being right. But <clears throat> I say this said all that to say I don't argue with people, but I especially don't argue with women. And I don't argue with women again because of my experiences with them and what I've seen. I've seen women be very argumentative, very emotional, just very they, they take it there. You too animated with your hands, you too close you too comfortable with thinking I'm a woman, you're not going to touch me. And again, I'm not bashing women. I'm not saying women are wrong. These are just things Robert Wilson Jr. has picked up from the women that he has seen. And it's not all women, and it's not a majority of women. The potential is there. But I don't like arguing, and I don't like yelling and screaming. And I, from what I've seen, you are likely more likely to get that from a woman than you are a man. And the reason I don't argue is because it always goes to the next level. You argue with the dude, y'all probably going to scrap. You argue argue with the woman, you probably going to get hands put on you. And it's just, it's, it's all bad all around. Don't argue with anybody is my thing. Speak and get your point across and not even trying to be funny. But again, back to the situation in Chicago, You're arguing with a woman over who knows what, when you could have walked away. You're easily taller, bigger, more powerful. You decide to argue with her and escalate things by putting down a challenge and saying, oh, my grandmama, say something. Say something else. You daring somebody to try you. Yeah. Yeah. And you lost your life sad that you lost your life i hate for people to lose their lives especially over foolishness but you lost your life over something i mean that appears to be foolish based on everything that i've seen and heard thus far not saying that that's facts that's just based off of what i've seen and heard thus far but to my brothers out there man find a better way find a better way and not just you instill that in your friends instill that in your family, instill that in your children. If you got that hot-headed friend, like I've always been a dude like, yo, we out, bro. We out. It's not worth it. Nah, you don't need to go get the blicky. You don't need, nah, it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. That five or 10 seconds you might feel good after socking somebody or popping somebody or whatnot, it's not going to be worth it when they put the cuffs on you. Or when that person, now you looking over your shoulder because you you didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't be worth it. it be Like, a lot of arguments and fussing and be over the dumbest stuff. Like, we will, people will argue over the dumbest thing just to be right. Or some people do it just to irk the other person's nerves or to be petty or to be childish. Or they say, oh, it's fun. no it's toxic. And I get it. It's going to happen. It happens. But... You, there are other ways, man. Even if things get heated before it turns into a full blown argument, you can always de escalate. You can always say, You know what? I see where this is headed. You got it, yo. I'm done. You got it. It's that simple. So, my brothers, I'm just asking that y'all do that, man. Take a second, think about it, breathe before things get crazy. And that's all I got for y'all today, man. Shout out to you, all the listeners out there, man. I love y'all. Oh, shoot. I'm trash, yo download past the peas app Pass the peas app man i just uploaded my new recipe seafood boil oh my gosh if you love seafood you need to download past the peas app follow your boy robert wilson jr follow me on there the recipe is public for now i'm not gonna leave it public the whole time because i got some secrets up in there but my seafood boil is on point my mom crushed it i crushed it it was delicious And you'd be supporting your boy, and you'd be supporting Carl Van. you'd be supporting a black-owned business, and it gives you the opportunity to create collaborative cookbooks and preserve precious family memories, man. Yo, man, y'all be safe out there, de-escalate, fact-check, and as we always say on the show, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time Peace